I'm Jamie West. I'm going to leave you with this. 100club.org. 100club.org. Good morning, Mike Broomhead. Good morning, Jamie. And uh, an excellent reminder for everyone. Angela Harrell was on and uh, is fantastic. That organization does so much for families. So many of them are survivors, including Angela herself. Um, And we are talking about being able to donate and help the families of law enforcement officers who have been, I say first responders, that have been injured or killed in the line of duty. And, um, uh, when you hear Angela Harrell, uh, her story is amazing of survival and uh, not just survival, but of accomplishment and taking tragedy and turning it into a miracle. And um, she is truly one of my favorite people here in town and, and uh, does such a great job with that organization. So if you want to help families and you want to help families and have it continue to help families, it's a great place to donate the 100 Club. We start there this morning with the update on uh, the police officer. Uh, Tyler Modavo yesterday that was so uh, – Moldovan who was so uh, seriously injured and the family's praying. I want you to hear a couple of things. First, I want you to hear uh, from – let's go back to what happened and and I want you to hear his uncle addressing the media. This was on ABC 15. From my understanding, he unloaded an entire clip on him. Tyler's uncle, Peter Torniano. What I didn't know was that the situation was a lot worse than we all thought it was. Now we're at a point where I think only only God can save us. You know, we believe that's possible, but it's not looking good right now. So the situation is dire for this young man. Um, I have uh, I, I've been wrestling with this um, since yesterday morning, um, as many people have been. I have so many friends that are in law enforcement, um, and having a, been a family who has been through a tragedy like this. Um, Different. Uh, my brother wasn't clinging to life. We knew that we had lost my brother. Um, and I am not I, – I, until something happens, I will not speak about um, this young officer in the past tense. The family is saying it doesn't look good. It's going to take a miracle. And I believe that to be true. But that doesn't change the trauma that this family is is going through. And what is happening to this family – is absolutely tragic. And um, he's got a wife, he's got siblings, he's got parents, and their lives have been changed. This time of year, I'm getting ready to get on a plane this weekend, and I'm going to Florida. And I am going to visit and be with my my brother and his wife and their kids and my mom and and uh, my, fam- my high school friends. And I'm going to celebrate the holidays with the people that I love the most. And there is not going to be a celebration in this family. Um, there's tragedy. There's tragedy from a young man just doing his job. I want you to hear a little bit of the prosecutor during the first court appearance for this S.O. Williams, I think his name is, the suspect. This is what the prosecutor said. Mr. Williams is on video shooting the victim police officer multiple times. He continued to shoot the officer even after the officer was on the ground. Um, the details of the behavior of this, this young man, this 24-year-old, and uh, looking up his court record, um, the question about justice system reform is real. Um, there are certain people that have shown themselves to be too dangerous to be among us. And this kid gave all the signs. We talk about um, school shootings and we talk about signs of, of mental illness or signs leading up to um, there are people in schools that are being sued because of the shooting that happened, uh, because this kid was exhibiting signs and the school did nothing and some people are held responsible. What about parole boards and what about people that are letting these these criminals back on the street? This kid's only 24 years old. I'm talking about the shooter. He's a 24-year-old man, but he's a kid in my mind, 24 years old. I was on his Facebook page yesterday. 
Um, everything is gang signs and uh, flashing hundred dollar bills, and it's all about gangs and it's all about violence and it's all about and that's that's funny to them. They're they're laughing and they think it's funny. Um, and it's not just words. It's not just pictures. It's his criminal record is 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 immense. So here you've got. A 24-year-old who has chosen a life of violence and predatory behavior. And then you've got a 22-year-old kid that's decided that he wants to be a protector of his community. Didn't have his gun out because they were looking for a suspicious vehicle. He was just looking for a vehicle. And out pops this suspect that unloads on him, that just lights him up. And we now will hear about this predator's horrible life and he will become the victim in court meanwhile you've got a 22 year old young man who has committed his life to a life of service that lays in a hospital bed while his family prays for a miracle at christmas time that he makes it that's what this is so i have gone between sadness and loss and anger and i'm angry i'm angry i'm angry at a lot of people Um, I'm angry at the lack of support for law enforcement in this city. Where was the mayor yesterday? I'm not trying to be a jerk, but did the mayor go to the hospital? I don't think she did. There may be a statement from the mayor's office on this horrible shooting. We haven't heard it. We are days away from the Office of Accountability opening up where this office was created by members of the city council expressly to criticize the police. I have a story today that was written in the media, local media today, printed a story today about how they are doing a compare and contrast about police staged police departments, the Phoenix Police Department versus the Louisville Police Department. And the media printed this today. They didn't wait. They didn't wait. They didn't think, you know, timing here is not good when you've got a 22 year old cop clinging to life in the hospital. Maybe we should put this story on hold for a day or so. They didn't. We have an opportunity, we as citizens of this city, and I I don't know of anybody yesterday that I talked with when this came up, and it came up with almost everyone I talked to, that didn't have the look of sheer sadness on their face talking about a 20 and you know age shouldn't matter but 22 all of us that are 50s in you know older you know over 40 all of us understand the the preciousness of youth to have your life in front of you so it does add an element to this so young how sad how terrible and and i i agree with all of it um Crime is going up. Murder rates are up across this country. Bad people are winning because the good people have become the demonized. This defund the police anti-cop movement in this country is crushing good people. We don't understand the value of the police, many of us, because we never have to utilize the police. We, you know, we're, you're a law abiding citizen. And so you interact with the police if you get pulled over or if you go through a DUI checkpoint or whatever. But rarely do we have to interact with the police. So we make assumptions about law enforcement, the jobs they're doing and the way they do it. And what's happening is a battle. 
because there is a very small number, but an organized small number of people that have found a foothold. The anti-establishment movement used to be about the military. Back in the 1960s, it was all anti-establishment. It was all about anti-authority. And the college students and the marches and everything else were anti-military. Baby killers during Vietnam. We don't want recruiters on campuses, high schools or college. Get off our campus when you come back from war. Don't come on our campus and go to college. Everyone was a baby killer. There were certain airports that you flew into where soldiers, where troops were told, don't wear your uniforms home because they'll spit at you. And that was the movement then. Was it the majority of the country? Absolutely not. But the music was counterculture. The movies were counterculture. It was anti-establishment, anti-authority. Well, you look at where we are now. We're in the exact same place, except now it's anti-authority and anti-cop. Same message, same small group of people, angry as hell, and determined to destroy structure. And unless people like us are willing to do something, not just be angry, do something. There are members of the Phoenix City Council that are taking this city in the wrong direction. And they're taking this city in the direction of a shrinking police department and definitely shrinking authority of the police department and taking away trust in the police department. So it, it is such a, uh, a, a gaslighting, mind-bending conversation. When I say you got an internal investigation and you got a criminal investigation every time a police officer is involved in violence in any way, there's two separate investigations. Well, you know, they all work together and they cover for each other and they where is there evidence of that? There isn't evidence of that. I know many cops who have lost their jobs, been demoted, been imprisoned because they've done the wrong thing. And so do you. Now we've got an office of accountability in Phoenix and one of the rules for working in that office is that you've never been associated with law enforcement. You mean to tell me you're going to judge the behavior of law enforcement and you don't want anybody in that office that's ever done it or been associated with it? You tell me that that's not expressly anti-cop. It It is absolutely anti-cop. And, and, and I don't know the person. I have no animosity. Don't know the person coming here from Cleveland that's going to run that office. But when you look at some of the cases in Cleveland, there were there have been cops that got cleared or had minor letters written about how, you know, adjusting behavior. And it was cleared by the prosecutor's office. It was cleared by internal affairs of the Cleveland Police Department. And they continued to push for criminal charges and firings and and reprimands. And they wanted more punishment. It opens the cities up to lawsuits because this is an official office of the city that now someone will take that as evidence and walk into a courtroom and say, this office said the cops were wrong. We want money. But more than that, the anti-police sentiment that has permeated our city council, because I live in Phoenix, is ruining this city. Crime rates are going up and they're going to continue to climb. I am more than capable of taking care of myself. I'm not Rambo and I don't want to be a vigilante. I'm not any of those things. But I am capable of taking care of my house and myself. But I don't want to. I want to live in a society where we're polite to each other and where the bad people know they're going to get caught and they're going to get punished. When we give them the advantage, predators hunt. And that's what we're doing. And yesterday was an example of a predator on the hunt and a good man fighting for his life. 
It's shocking and it's a shame. And I pray for this family. In a moment, we're going to shift a little bit. There was a story written about race in schools and how school board members in this valley are leaving the profession because people are mean to them. Wait until I tell you this. You are going to love it. It's coming up next. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. Hey, thanks for being here. I appreciate you spending some time with the show. Education, one of my favorite topics to talk about. Here's a headline. This is a story that's written in uh, the Arizona Republic. It was written this morning. Minority school leaders faced personal attacks long before COVID-19 and race curriculum debates. It's driving some off of boards. So this story is about a board member in the Chandler School District. Her name is Lindsay Love. And uh, this takes the side of saying she's leaving the Chandler School Board because people are mean to her. And I, I looked at this and I was so surprised when I saw it. First of all, it is one of the most slanted views of how things go. I have in front of me um, Lindsay Love. Is, is Her Twitter account is called Love, L-U-V, the number two, Disrupt. Love to Disrupt. Um, I'm just going to read a couple of tweets from her public page. I didn't make the law at Sue Frazee. That's somebody running against her or somebody that she, that's running for an office she doesn't like. But I certainly make news. Hi, racist. That's the tweet. Um, I got to be honest. I'm not interested in what white people have to say about the whole Talanya Adams, Katie Hobbs thing, especially since Talanya's situation is not an isolated incident. And many of the white people pointing fingers at Katie Hobbs have also done harm to black women in the workplace. Y'all just didn't get caught because black women you harmed didn't often get believed or get to file discrimination cases against y'all because systemic oppression protects you. Signed a black woman who has been discriminated against at work. Wondering which black candidates at Sue for AZ has ever raised money for or donated to personally. You should be able to tell us, right, since you're claiming not to be a racist. Um, So if you uh, if you are uh, not raising money for black candidates specifically, you're racist. Um, uh, Wait, so the black engagement committee just wanted uh, wasn't interested in even setting up something with Talanya Adams until a whole racist got involved to coordinate the meeting. I don't know what a whole racist is. And she wasn't even invested in this black woman story in the first place because she's racist. So um, you want to talk about mean. You want to talk about uh, adversarial, if not mean, confrontational. That's what was happening. The reason why school board members are leaving school boards is because they aren't used to being questioned. They aren't used to being having people come after them. And here's where the problem lies. I I don't care what color your skin is. And I don't care if you think I should shut up because I'm I'm white. I don't that doesn't make me wrong. There is a story out of Denver, Colorado. Uh, uh, By the way, one more thing about Lindsay Love. I want to read this. This was um, Chandler Unified School District board member ASBA, the Arizona School Board Association Black Alliance president. This is her bio. And this is her speaking. Being the only and first black woman on a school board in Chandler, Arizona, comes with significant challenges and obstacles. By virtue of me being black and a woman, anything I say is interpreted as being political because we have politicized black bodies, especially black women's bodies. And it goes on from there. It sets up a fight from the very beginning. It sets up that you ought if you disagree with me, it's because I'm a black woman. No, I disagree with you because you're wrong. 
And parents have told you that, and you don't like being told that. The Denver public school system claims that black families requested a racially segregated um, playground night. They had a night that was called Families of Color Playground Night. White kids were not allowed to go. They are fighting for segregation. The list of the things we could talk about for the rest of the morning about the people that fought the civil rights movement in the 1960s, some of them were killed. Medgar Evers, Martin Luther King Jr. were murdered to get equality and shared spaces for black children and white children. And now we have people fighting for segregation. It is alarming and mind-blowing. And the fact that they're writing a story in the Arizona Republic and they're lamenting the fact that people got upset with Lindsay Love and were mean to her with the things that she has said about people um, publicly on her Twitter account, on her blog, is insane. And it, it's it's shameful. Coming up in a moment, Gatos is going to join me. It's the Big Q poll question of the day. And uh, we're going to talk about the economy coming up just after nine o'clock. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Hey, good morning, Gatos. Good morning. What's happening, Big Swole? You know, just the news of the day, and it, a lot of it is just not good. Uh, yeah. You know, it's sad, sad news about the police officer fighting for his life. And, you know, just it's, it's just as happy as I am about this time of year, it makes me even more sad for that family, you know? Oh, man. I just can't get the kid out of my head, man. I, I was mean, listening to you yesterday afternoon, and you uh, you had the same. It, it felt like we had the same level of sadness and anger combination of of what happened and and the tragedy of why it happened, and and the more we learn about it, the the, the more tragic it is in my mind. I mean, you just want to throttle that guy who shot him. I mean, and you do. You just want to absolutely throttle that guy. Cop didn't even have his gun out. I mean, they, they no. were just looking for a suspicious vehicle. There was absolutely there was no reason for one shot to be fired. No. Never mind no. the amount of damage and violence that was committed against this young this man. Guy can rot, this guy can rot in hell, and yeah. that's what he's gonna he's gonna rot in jail, and then he's gonna either we're gonna kill him or he's gonna die, and then he's gonna rot in, in hell, and he deserves it. You know, we have a. Um, we we know a family member uh, of the cop, and you know, kind of the text messages going back and forth. It's, you know, they believe in miracles, and I I think they're going to need one. Yeah, and that's, that's what it sounds like. That's and, what their uncle. The uncle said uh, told yeah. ABC fifteen that that we believe in miracles, but we also know it's going to take when it doesn't look good. No. Yeah. But you know, I mean. You know, I've, I put this out on Facebook, and, you know, I, we, you and I have talked about this. I, I don't like social media. I think it's nasty, and, and you know. Yep. But, you know, I, I you know, I put out like a lot of people did. Hey, you know what? You got to pray for this kid. Yeah. And you can't just say you're going to do it. You have to pray for him. You can't yeah. just say done or his, yes, I'll family. do it. You know, yeah. his family, he's got a brother, a sister, a wife, parents. Yeah. He just and, got married. Yeah, and they're surra- they are they are now Instead of planning Christmas, they are yeah. planning the rest of their life with, at, at the very best, a, a completely changed young man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just I, I'm glad that the Valley is praying for this kid. 
Yeah, I call him a kid. He's 22. He's a man. Yeah, you know, but he, you know, again, it's we don't. Tough. We, it's not an insulting. I, no. I say the same thing. You know, when you, you know, you're over 40, we understand yeah. the preciousness of youth, and yeah. and and that what is so. That's what makes us so sad. Is this young man has his whole, and I, I don't want to say past tense, had his his whole life in front of him, and right. now it's been at the very minimum irreparably changed. Yeah. Yeah, and the family is going to, you know, be changed forever, no matter what happens. Yep. But you know, I listen. I believe in miracles too. You know, I I think that that this young man is is facing something that is might be impossible to come back from. Right. Uh, I don't know, but I just yeah. I don't know, man. It's maybe it's just it's the holidays and we're we're yeah. Christmas is right around the corner. But you know, and maybe it's his age, and you know, he was or just, both. It's everything. What do you got for the question this morning? I got a silly, stupid question Good. so we can at least have a little laugh. Let's okay? do it. Let's do it. All right. Uh, did you know this, that uh, you can buy a KFC fire log that will burn for hours and give off a crispy fried chicken scent? So I'm asking people, <laughs> will you purchase one? A, gross, no way. Or B, yes, I'm ready for a finger-licking Christmas. <laughs> so... <laughs> I that would be to, a great gag gift. I just, it would. I just wanted to put something up that's silly no. because, you know, everybody's talking about hospitalizations yep. yeah. and COVID and all this stuff. Uh, and, you know, it's it's funny to just you know, sure have it a is. laugh once in a while. Great stuff, man. I appreciate okay, it. Man. I'll talk to you in the morning. See you, Mike. All right. That is Gatos and the Big Q poll question today brought to you by our Valley Toyota dealers. Um, I, I, I'm going to be no on the KFC uh, fire log for your fireplace, but I would bring it as a white elephant gift. Coming up just after 9 o'clock, there will be no dramatic drop in gas prices is the headline. Are we going to see inflation come down next year as predicted, or is it only going to get worse? We'll talk about it in a moment.